0: This is Our Millennial Life.
1: Helping our generation create their own success. Essentially, we just talk about shit that affects our lives.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: Hello and welcome back to Our Millennial Life.
0: I just noticed that I open up every time with three hellos. Yes. It's my thing. It's my signature thing.
1: If you are new here, which I hope there are a few of you, um, my name is Shauna.
0: And I am Zach.
1: And we are the hosts, I guess, of this podcast.
0: Yes, the Millennial Life, which, are, well, our Millennial Life, focusing on everything from working remote, traveling, living your best Millennial Life, and
1: Relationships, business, as the intro says, pretty much anything that affects our lives. So, I don't have any funny stories for you guys this week.
0: Why? You I have no funniness?
1: No, I feel like I wasn't stupid this week, which was quite enjoyable. That's rare. I know. So I didn't get locked in the bin or get sick on the side of the car. So. Ooh,
0: that's progress.
1: <laughs> good week for Shauna. Um, But, yeah, I kind of wish I had a funny story. I kind of enjoy them. <laughs> do you have any funny stories? Um, did you do anything stupid while I was gone?
0: Did I do anything stupid? I bought wasabi crisps, which I'm really really annoyed about it's How like the one thing I hate in the world because I didn't realize the brand of crisps I have that flavor why would they why would that even be a flavor like I'm still some baffled. people like wasabi I nearly puked <laughs> went straight in the bin Sean was away all weekend I had the weekend here to myself it was very 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 Zach weekend and it was meant to include some of my favorite crisps but it didn't include any of my favorite crisps because they were wasabi flavored
1: That's really upsetting.
0: Don't worry, I bought more.
1: Yes, I did get the text being like, oh my God, I just bought wasabi crisps. Shit. I was like, what? Why? Why and how? So yeah, that's that. So I was over on Salt Spring Island this weekend with the girls for one of their birthdays. And if you are in BC, you need to go to Salt Spring. I think it is my favorite place that I've gone in BC.
0: I think you said that every week, running have i yeah you're finding better places every week you're on a roll
1: well shit because now it's harder to go home but salt spring island is a gem of a place it's real like hippie island vibes super chill it kind of feels like it's trapped in a little time warp and it's just adorable like adorable there's so many nice like wineries yeah a little bit like nelson actually um really nice wineries, cheeseries,
0: mm. also,
1: I don't think that's a word, um, and also cideries, like their cideries are really, really good. We went to one yesterday, um, uh, what was it called? Like Salt Spring Cidery, something like that. Um, and it was really lovely. And if you go there, don't eat beforehand because their charcuterie boards looked phenomenal, like legitimately Phenomenal.
0: Charcuterie and cider. Yeah. That's an interesting mix. Usually it's wine.
1: I know. Um, I did think that. But Salt Spring is like big in their charcuterie. Like hmm. really big into it. So yeah. Great spot if you are looking. And it's really easy to get there as well. Like a lot of people kind of rave about Tofino, which is kind of far away. But like Salt Spring, the girls that were in Tofino a couple of weeks ago were like, we prefer this. So it's like an hour ferry if there's no stops from like through the gulf islands and it's just so pretty like we saw whales on the way forgot to tell you that oh, and nice. yeah beautiful and well 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 worth the trip and you could totally do it for a weekend get an early ferry on the saturday morning spend the day there spend sunday and get the late ferry back you could definitely do it for a weekend so cool that's my recommendation if you're in bc go to salt spring island
0: Feel like uh, people listening might not be in BC for a while, sadly. Well, but you guys can write it down
1: when you are. A, go to Salt Spring, <laughs> go to Salt Spring Island. It's cutesy. I enjoyed immensely, and I didn't bring my laptop, which gave me a panic attack, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, you were a pretty heightened anxiety leaving on Friday, Saturday, yeah. because business is intense, and you're learning that. I
1: am learning, <laughs> and I am.
0: Shauna's going through that phase where, you know, it's not like is it her first few sales with her business were all like so positive and it's like almost like 100% success rate, which is like through the roof. And then, you know, like with summer and people traveling and stuff, it's harder and to close COVID. deals. But it, and you know that, but you're just stressed about that, um, yes. which I get that because like all your income is reliant on those sales now.
1: Before you quit your corporate job, guy- before you quit your corporate job, guys, make sure you have savings. I did, some fine, but if I didn't, I'd be screwed.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the best things ever. It's just having savings. It's mm. just so nice. It's like no matter how shit your day is, it's like I have savings. I mean, okay. like that's the reason we're still in Canada because we were able to be like, if shit hits the fan, we have savings and we can be here till yeah. the end of August, regardless. So. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So we are now in our final month. Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. the 3rd third
0: of, third of August now. I'm,
1: yeah, holy shit. So final month, and we then are home. We will be quarantining for two weeks, as recommended by the Irish government. Mm-hmm. And that's, so like we're kind of free, middle of september is what i'm telling myself it's gonna be the weirdest thing honestly i'm kind of looking forward to this quarantine why just catch up on work work really hard those two weeks get over the jet lag get our shit together life admin get it done and then like once we're out of that two weeks then it's just like okay cool oh
0: lord done i can't say i agree (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I was very excited to just be drunk for two weeks and catch up with everyone well, we can May do it the following home, two weeks leave the airport see no one and just go into a mobile home for well two weeks.
1: we're hoping that we will be allowed to take Darcy my dog mom yeah, if that, you're listening please let us take Darcy please 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 <coughs> um, because that will make our lives a lot happier absolutely please mom Darcy <laughs> But anyway, what we wanted to talk to you guys about today, because we got really good feedback from the business episode that we did a little while ago, um, on kind of our business journey and a few little tips and tricks that we think are good. So we wanted to do another kind of business related one. Um, and this week talking about the power of relationships. So Zachary, do you want to take it away?
0: Yeah, I guess we've kind of learned, you know, like over the last number of years and, and for me anyway, um, re- the power of relationships in a business is like, in it's the most powerful tool. Like yeah. I am not great at sales because I don't like sales. Um, I'll do it when I have to, but I've kind of escaped having to go out and directly sales by just being a very good relationship builder. And that's kinda of what we wanted to talk about because it will help people build a business from scratch or if you already have a business to just improve your business. So a lot of the time in business, you're focusing on bringing in new clients and you know sales and more sales because everyone talks about sales. But if you stop dead and turn around and look at what you have now and focus on what, what's in place there now and really, really hone in on the relationships you already have, it is amazing how far you can get you know and it's it 's not easy going out and having to build new relationships with new people and learn all about them and learn about their likes and dislikes and and that side of things it 's not easy, but if you a lot of the time you already have all the insights on your clients um, and if you build a relationship to the to the point that you're you 're very very kind of you know close, then more work comes your way and more referrals and mm-hmm. and that side of things so
1: essentially what you want to do is get to the point where you are the go-to anything that they need comes to you first and if you can do that job wonderful if you can't you know someone who can so like that is in my opinion the power of relationships so like I like I kind of can talk about it from two perspectives a the corporate when I was working in recruitment client facing and b in my own business so In terms of the client facing so in recruitment essentially what my job was was to go out get jobs from companies bring them back internally fill them and kind of look after the client through that whole process and I think I was able to ramp up fairly quickly in the company because of my ability to manage relationships so It's learning that different people communicate in different ways, being able to read a room, act accordingly. Like if you go into a meeting, and this goes into literally everything. If you go into a meeting, a networking event, anything, and you feel the room is quite like professional, it's uptight in your opinion. It's very kind of corporate, act accordingly. Be professional. Don't go in shooting the shit because that will not be received well. Like read your room and act accordingly. Whereas oftentimes I'll go into a meeting and I can just sense that the HR manager is just like had a day, fed up, just wants to have a good bitch and a moan. I will sit there and I will listen to them have a good bitch and a moan for an hour and then be like, by the way, I probably should just tell you what I do seeing as I'm here. But I've already built up that rapport and that relationship with them that they will remember me. And at the end of the day, like, you need to come out of a meeting in your head going, yep, if they have a need, they will call me. And that is who they will call. And that is something that I know I was good at and I am good at. Being able to read a room and act accordingly. And I think that that genuinely does come from, like, the years of acting training that I've had. Like, being able to play off my scene partner and, like, improvise. So that's one thing I would suggest that if you are uncomfortable with that, get comfortable with it because you have to be able to walk in. If you want to be successful in life, I fully believe you need to be able to walk into a room and command it regardless of the room, regardless of the audience, regardless of what is being discussed. You need to find a way to make yourself memorable. And that's really important. Like,
0: But a lot of the time it's you already have the skills. It's, it's about it's like stepping back and assessing first. And I think that's where people just miss. Yeah. Sometimes they, it's they just assume that skills. it's shooting the shit and they just go into it and there could be so wrong. Yeah.
1: So. You need to kind of let the client take the lead in terms of how they want to communicate with you and you follow along accordingly. Like As you kind of build that relationship and it develops and you get more comfortable, yes, you can kind of say listen, Mr. Client, I know this is the way that you want to do, but from experience, that's not going to happen. And that's not the best way to approach this this way or this way might be the best way. But in initial stages of business, like you have got to make sure that your clients like you as basic as that is. They like you. They want to work with you. They want to call you and be like, hey, Zach, actually, I had this idea. How would I execute that? Like, would you be the man for the job or is this a different thing? Like, I'm confused, but this is my idea. I'm being able to kind of be that person that will go, okay, Mr. Client, yeah, here are you, great idea, that is wonderful. Listen, I will say, I'm probably not gonna be the best person to make this graphic, like, sequence, but you know what, I know someone who is, so let me get onto them and let me hook you up with them. And that's then built integrity for you as a business person. You're a connector. That was one thing that I found built me very, very quick integrity in the in the corporate world was if they're like, oh, yeah, like I need a warehouse manager. And I'm like, listen, I don't do that, but I know this agency does. It's run by an Irish lad. Reach out to him, say that I sent you. Um, I'm sure he'll help you out and he'll have you sorted in no time. And people are like, oh, free information and free assistance. And that really goes a long way. Like Mm. really, really does. Like free information is golden. So don't be afraid to do that. Like it will build you more integrity if you can go and help them out rather than being like, no, I don't do that full stop. Yeah. Like what? okay because or if they're you not say yes come to you anyway then like, yeah the, like
0: the- referring someone on is going to come back on you because if you can't help them anyway you might as well help throw them. them something help yeah them. throw
1: them a bone and do not take on something that you are not sure you can do I really believe that like say I was to take on a I don't know just a, dis- a, a forklift operator I don't work, I would never work those roles. I wouldn't have the network to work those roles. But I could find someone, but I probably wouldn't do as good a job as some agency that specializes in forklift operators. So why am I going to take on this work when I'm probably not the best person for the job? So that's kind of like my big advice on that like starting to build the relationships like if you are not the best person for the job don't take on the job because you will fail and that looks stupid you look like an idiot then and you've left a sour taste in their mouth and wasted their time or send them on to someone else refer them to someone else you do a bit of research find out who the best forklift operator recruiter in the city is find them and put them in contact
0: like i've I've kind of found though, like, and this is trying a spanner in the works here, but like if you're in my business, sometimes, you know, I can't do everything, but I'm willing to learn. Yeah. And if you're, I've like, as an editor and like, a, you know, I, I create, create content, do a lot basically. Um, I've had to be very honest about what I can and cannot do. But sometimes clients are actually happy for you to go ahead and give it, and give it a shot. So like you know sometimes they say can you make this graphic on Photoshop I'm like oh, well I'm not a graphic designer I know how to use Photoshop you know I'll, I'll give it a go and I'll work with you until we achieve the result but you no know, I can't do it so sometimes it is. Sometimes but again being you're being so honest goes, uh, yeah, yeah you're the being honesty honest. is
1: key rather than being like yeah I'm an expert graphic designer I will have that to you in no time well that was stupid because you're not <laughs> going to sleep for forty eight hours now good job. I think the last thing you want to do is
0: say you're an expert ever. (laughs) I
1: know. Like, just... You are an expert in what your niche is. I would say, like, you want to learn how to act or transition from stage to screen, I am your girl. I can get you there. That's no problem. You want to learn how to improve your speech and your diction and everything, I'm your girl. If you want to solely, solely, solely focus on accents, I'm probably not going to be your girl. Like... I can do it, but I wouldn't say I'm an expert in it. Yeah. So it's okay to say that you're an expert in something if you are, 100%. That's marketability. You are an expert in this. This is your niche. But if you're a bit of a jack of all trades, don't say you're an expert of all because you will literally look like such a fool. Like such a fool. Yep. So I think being honest and with yourself and your own ability and also then with your clients like that will come back and reward you tenfold guaranteed do you agree
0: yeah no I, I do I definitely do agree I think yeah you know and, and that's something Irish people seem to have is like they always they like they're very good at building relationships And yeah. I mean, we have to like if we think about what that is that that we do that gives us that great name That's what's kind of going through my head now. So I just want to get an understanding for for what it is.
1: In my experience, like in recruitment, it's very heavily Irish.
0: Yeah, I know. There are a lot of us working
1: recruitment in the city. So if you're new moving to Vancouver and you have any experience being like front facing, working with people or even if you don't you just have a good attitude and you just want to be a go-getter like recruitment is honestly a really good area to get into
0: yeah I do agree it's
1: a really really good space but I, I think, I, think like, I honestly think it's the gift of the gab that's it Irish people can literally talk to you about a piece of wood like yeah. I don't know what it is but we're just very friendly also when we're here it's the accent it's like it's a conversation starter like oh you're not from here? But like no, I'm not actually. I'm from Ireland. Oh my family's from Ireland. Yes, yeah, so was all of North America. So it's a really good conversation starter. Like, but I do think it's the gift of the gab. Yeah, we're I hard think working. it's about going
0: in, but it's, it's we go into a conversation not with a motive to do the sales side of things. So you know, obviously you're calling yeah. for that reason. But a lot of the time, the conversation does sway, and you find out little things about their family, and yeah. you find out lots of little snippets, and you're actually. The thing is, it's not, like, it's not false. Like, it, genuinely, I am interested in my clients, and mm. I want to know because you're working together. Like, it's 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 almost like a friendship, too. Um, yeah. So th- I think that's why Irish do really well in recruitment, too. It's just they actually get into real conversations with yeah. r- real people. You know, we're not all robots. But like, that
1: was something that was often said to me if I was on, like, a client visit with someone from another line of business, especially on the temp side, which is very transactional, They'd come out and be like, they really liked you. I'm like, well, yeah, I hope so. That was my intention. Like, if I come so out... What was your intention? Yeah, what the hell did you want? Like, like But all they want is the job. Yeah. I'll come out of a meeting being like, that was a great meeting, but I didn't get the job from them. But again, I know in the future if they need something, they'll call me. Like, on my last day in Robert Half, I had a client call me who I met... Like 13 months prior, he's when I first see these, and he's like, Sean, I have a job for you. I can't wait to work with you. And I'm like, bye. Mm, I'm out of
0: there. (laughs)
1: See you later, bud. (laughs) So that's the thing. Like, people will remember you if you are actually genuine. And like, I have been in client meetings for three hours because someone starts talking to me about their family. And I'm just like, yeah, tell me everything. Like, tell me all about your travels, all about your family. Like, I want to know. Like, I've literally had people turning their computer around showing me where they live in South Africa and, like, a YouTube video they made about their hometown. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Like, that's that looks like an amazing place. And they're like, are you sure you have time for this? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll push my next meeting. You're grand. Like
0: that's where you're making real relationships. You know, okay, when exactly. you're in a meeting and the meeting is not about the meeting, yeah. then, you know, you're making a lot of progress.
1: Yeah, But and again, then, like
0: you're not intentionally doing that. It's just like, you're just showing interest.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. And I think if you're authentic in business and you're not there to screw people over or to be savage with it, I think you're going to do better than the person that goes in being like, I'm going to make the most money. I'm going to make the sale. I'm going to be the top earner in this industry yeah they will do well because they will be savage for a little while but the relationships are not going to be long they're going to piss someone off along the way and like the world's a small place like the world's a very very small place so like you need to just be conscious that like you cannot piss people off like zach and i were saying before this like As with every relationship, like if a client relationship is getting to the point where it's just toxic and it's not working and everyone is annoyed, feel free to say, listen, I don't think this is like a healthy working relationship anymore. Like perhaps I'm not the best person to be working with you, but let me refer you to someone else who I think will be a good fit for you because not everyone's going to get on and that's fine. I would just say, don't be greedy with the money if the relationship is shit, because you're not going to gain anything from it. You're not going to get repeat business. You're not going to get referrals. It's a waste of your time and energy.
0: Yeah, I do agree. And then, like, more on the, a lot of, in the millennial life, like, with starting businesses and stuff for anyone who is kind of thinking of starting a business, a lot of, owning a small business is just having a small few relationships yeah. and honing on those relationships especially in the beginning um i think and if you focus on that you're going to definitely grow a lot quicker you know um, yeah you're
1: very very good at building those relationships
0: yeah exactly like and like i know you sometimes say to me that you know like get out and do more sales and stuff like that but like what i've noticed over the years and the reason you know i'm going still very solid is because I never lose clients
1: no, you've actually never lost clients never,
0: yeah, and you know they might disappear for a year or two, and I'll still chat away to them as if not like as if they're still giving me business. the relationship doesn't change. I still call them and check in, but like yeah, like it just if you can if you can hold on to your clients mm. and never lose them like. That's major. T- yeah, that's so major, you know, and it's it's such a good place to be in because you build a great network of friends too. You know, it makes your business very nice. Yeah,
1: and also it's like I've said a few times, the referrals, like word of mouth, is the most powerful marketing tool, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Like, you got a massive client, word of mouth.
0: Yeah, true. I how how else would I have found him? I was actually talking about one of my clients to Sean the other day, and I was like, you know, like look how amazing this opportunity is. Like where, how would I have ever found this if I was just messaging people,
1: you yeah, know? It, you was literally, it was word of mouth. Right
0: place, right time. One client that really enjoys working with me just told me about the other, to the other client. Yeah. You know?
1: So like that's, that is the power of like taking the time to be authentic, be yourself, be nice. For God's sake, don't be a dick. <laughs> like, yeah. Because honestly, like, Even if you are, and we've seen it, like even if you are phenomenal at your job, you're great, you're super, super good and you're an expert in your field. If you're a shitty person and if you are really difficult to work with, you're going to lose business. It doesn't matter how good you are because Mm. at the end of the day, in any service-based business, there's going to be communication with your client and if you can't handle that effectively and if you can't, make them feel like they're getting their money's worth and it's enjoyable to work with you, they're not going to work with you. There's a yep. hundred thousand other people out there that can do the job. Like you have to stand out by being a good relationship builder. Yeah. Like
0: there's always a guy that's cheaper than you. There's yep. always a guy that's better than you. But if you're the guy that everyone likes, it's like this guy, oh, when you get him on the phone, like it's great can you shoot the shit. Like, or, you know, he gets me then he's always going to go for your your guy like it's not always about money or standard it's actually just about is this person easy to work with yeah you know and
1: that's a huge like honestly i think that's probably the major thing
0: it is yeah definitely
1: like in recruitment i know that our fees were probably the highest in the city Mm -hmm. but i got people to work with me based on me like they were working with me not the company that i worked for they were like, yeah, we want to work with you. I don't want anyone else calling me. Don't have them call me. We yeah. want to work with you and only you. And I'm like, okay, cool, sweet, wonderful. And then they'll give me all their business. And it's enjoyable. We go out for lunch. We'll, I'll bring them for a drink if they want. Like,
0: And I feel like that kind of conflicted a bit with the model of the place you worked because they all you mentioned before that another salesperson would call that person mm. when they seen you were interacting yeah it's like oh, that's, a dog other, dog out there. that's a whole other that's
1: a whole other kettle of fish yeah. like that's something maybe we can talk about in the future but like but if
0: that's a policy for them that means that yeah, building relationships is probably not their key you just did it and they might have noticed now that it's actually very important
1: it but like i naturally did it yeah like i would like typically in recruitment it's perm is relationship based temp is transactional whether or not people follow that kind of mentality is up to them I -hmm. did and it works like it works and the people that are most successful in that business they follow the relationship based model 100% because it just it's so much more genuine and like when you have and this goes for like a corporate setting your own business when you have a client calling you being like, hey, listen, I don't have a job, but I do have this problem that I just want your opinion on. Mm -hmm. What do you think I should do here? And you end up being consultative. That's fantastic because that is like you have reached the point to be in their circle of trust. Yeah, big deal. That's a big deal. So like if you ever have a client calling you for a consultative conversation, take the time to give them your full attention. Don't burst them off and like, oh, listen, Mr. Klein, I'm really busy right now. No, like, that is literally gold. Like, that is gold. Mm -hmm. So you need to treat your clients with the utmost importance. Because without them, you don't eat. You don't pay your bills. So you have to make sure that they are treated exceptionally.
0: Yeah. And I know, like, I know a, a lot of what I speak about is is just owning your own business. But like, if I, if I also jump back to recruitment when I worked there for like fourteen months in tech recruitment, looking back on the numbers, because in recruitment, like Sean, I don't know there's a funnel, and yeah. it's like, how many calls have you made? How many um, client meetings have you made? How many pre screens have you made? How many interviews? How many hires? Yeah. I had the worst numbers all the way down, except for hires. And the reason was like, people would double, triple me. But the reason was I would just take each call, like an opportunity to build a relationship with the person I was talking to. And meaning less work for me, less calls, like way less stress than what other people are going through, but more turnover. And that that brought me up to, I think it was like the second or the third highest number in the office for actual hires, Mm. which is crazy. So it just shows like the power you can make is, you can pick up the phone as many times you want, but unless your actually focus is getting to know the people you're calling, unless you like it's very hard to call hundreds of people and build relationships. So you've got to prioritize the relationship side of things mm-hmm.
1: 100%. What would you say are your, say, three top tips for building, not maintaining, building a relationship with a new client?
0: So the first one would obviously just be listen. The client will tell you how they are. They'll tell you what you want or what they want, you know. So just be, listen, be available, mm-hmm. you know, um, like if like it's tough to do it, but like if your client is texting you and it's late or very early, just reply, reply. <laughs> You know, like Especially my, my early clients stages. do like I'm still building relationships, my clients will call me at eleven PM and I'll I'll answer the phone, which I know a lot of people would say that's not right, but I'm in the early stage of my business, so I will do it. And just I'll answer the phone and I'll say, Hey, how are you? Like as if it's not eleven PM <laughs> 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 trying to And hide we're in the, the
1: middle of watching something on Netflix and <clears throat> we pause and I'm just like, Right, TikTok, let's go. <laughs> I might
0: have my fingers up like being like middle finger being like, Stop calling me but like, you know, you can't you gotta do Beggars can't be choosers, right? So, um, and then the last one is just, you know, it's it's providing them, it's going above and beyond with the work, you know, and that doesn't mean that you have to get, like achieve the best result first time around, but just be open to listen to like feedback and and change. Always be willing to go the extra mile for per, per, for perfection. Yeah. Know? I'm not the best in the industry at what I do, but I'll get to the best. Yeah. So yeah. that would be my advice. I
1: would just add one there. I agree with them all. I'd add, if you have like a sales call or if you're going into your first meeting, don't go in with the sole intention of, I am going to make a sale. Go in with the intention of, I am going to provide value. And I'm going to provide some sort of assistance and information. And if a sale comes from it, fantastic. Hmm. That'd be my massive one. And like, honestly, half the time you're going to get the the sale. And another 30% of the time, they're going to come back to you. And then another 30% of the time, they'll just, no, that doesn't add up. Another 20% of the time.
0: <laughs> How many 30% in 100? <laughs>
1: so many. Another 20% of the time, they they won't come back to you and that's fine, but they will remember you mm-hmm. and you might get a referral out of it. So just like, Value, 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 value. Always, always providing value. I'll be on sales calls with new potential clients, who maybe at this, this moment can't sign up for various reasons. But I've already had people coming back to me, being like, "Hey, we spoke like a month ago. I want to sign up now." I'm like, "Okay, amazing." Like, what made you come back? Oh, you just helped. Like, I, I remembered our conversation. You delivered value. You gave us gave me recommendations and feedback. And I'm like, "Okay." sweet so like that's that is a massive one in my opinion just like first meeting always provide so much value
0: yeah no i think you're right and i think like what we're talking about here could be just like applied throughout Everywhere. your life you know but, like if you actually think about it like if you're looking for a girlfriend like all those points you know that yeah. listening if you're dating be willing to like adapt, adapt you know providing value not just talking shit yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that just... It's just all... Be available. Text <laughs> exactly. back.
1: Exactly. Text back. Don't play the stupid game. <laughs> That's like, funny
0: that it is, but like... It,
1: it's it, so applicable. It's Friendships, so applicable. everything. It's just like, be available, listen, provide value. Don't be a dick.
0: Yeah. Simple
1: <laughs> as. Essentially, like... There you
0: go. So we're talking about business, but you know, you can take it... Is it is applicable. Take it into your
1: life. Do you think there's any... Anything that will be added to maintain a relationship? So you've developed a working relationship with a client and now you want to maintain it and keep it going. Do you think there's anything different or anything that should be added to that? Just one
0: thing. And I would just say, like, never get cocky. Mm. You know, never go, well, they're there. You know, they can always go away. Don't start, like, billing for more hours or, you know, charging them higher because they're there for a while. You know, always respect that. Yeah. You know, and, and some of your clients will be day oneers, and you've got to be loyal to them. And you like know? your
1: day oneers, I think typically will pay less. Yeah, they will. But they got you started, and I think you need to remember that and like appreciate them. Because as you said, like small business, self employment, like honestly, without your clients, like you are nothing. Like you're not a business. Simple as if you don't have a client or someone paying you, you're not a business. Yep. So like in terms of maintaining relationships, I would say i just add another thing is like once you make sure that they hear your opinion, don't be afraid to make suggestions. Like don't be afraid to say, listen, I feel like the way that we're doing this is good, but I think it could be better. And maybe if we went about it this way, like use your expertise again, the value piece, like say to them listen I don't think this way that you're doing your website that I actually checked out for you is working I think maybe that needs a revamp or maybe we need to change x y and z like don't be afraid to offer an opinion because otherwise you're just a blank wall yeah unless you can actually offer an opinion and again I come back to like the consultative piece and help them develop like you're kind of disposable like you want to become indispensable yeah really so like that is really getting integrated into their business model and into their their worlds that they think right i'm doing my up my budget now for next year or my my budget for the next month what can i do without what can i not jesus no we can't do without zach no, like we absolutely, like we need him.
0: He's logged into every single social media
1: <laughs> but like, that's the He's thing He's
0: in too deep. I don't even know my passwords. <laughs> that's much. the case a lot of my clients.
1: Like somewhat. <laughs> How
0: do I log into this?
1: Yeah, but like that's the thing. You want to become indispensable and you want to become integrated into their business model and their budget. So that comes with value and offering an opinion and not being afraid to do so if they if they reply be like flat out no okay no worries let's keep going with what we're doing Yep. they will come back around and be like yo do you know that thing that you said like two months ago that we probably should have taken on board who should be contact for that you point them in the right direction Yep. so like just never ever ever underestimate the power of the relationships with your clients be it Corporate setting, be it self employment, be it in your relationships with your friends and family and dating or anything, like just never underestimate the power that building an authentic, real connection makes to your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's it. Everyone needs to focus on that.
1: Yeah. Throughout their life. Yes. Definitely. Yes. This is continuing all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our little discussion today. Fairly off the cuff, but actually I think offered a fair bit of value.
0: Yeah, I think that's what happens with a lot of our podcasts is we just go in a little off the cuff, but like we both kind of come to a very clear opinion towards the end.
1: I woke up at 4.30 this morning, so I've been guzzling a can of Monster throughout this.
0: It's helped. It, it actually is, has. Oh, true. She was fast asleep on the couch before this. I wasn't I,
1: fast asleep. I was dozing.
0: You look like you're fast asleep until I poured Monster in her mouth.
1: I wanted to be fast asleep, but I wasn't allowed. <laughs> but anywho's who's, Zachary Daiquiri, what is your highlight of the
0: um, this week I achieved like it's not like you achieve them every week but like every so often you achieve a very long term goal and one of my long term goal was to hire someone to help me um, oh, yeah. with like uh, you know just stuff um, so Rebecca she's amazing and she is helping me now with some of my personal content which, we love her you know like it's very I've hired her on a very part time basis to begin but again it's, it's more just,
1: contractual like
0: yeah exactly like, Freelancey. yeah just have a freelancer but like for years I've really struggled with uh, handing off work because I was afraid that money would come, like, would go out of my pocket but now I'm at a point where I need to work on my client's stuff and I can't really get to my personal stuff as quick, so that's what Rebecca's helped me with so, really excited, delighted to take that off the list and delighted to have somewhat of a team building Yeah. what about you?
1: Hmm. probably my weekend away with girls just like died laughing on several occasions over really really stupid stuff but it was nice it was very pleasant and gonna be honest was feeling shit all week Mm. and was very anxious about going because i didn't know a few people we can get into this whole topic another time but it actually turned out really well and they were lovely very nice group didn't end up being a big heavy one which i was very 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 pleased of oh no sneezing no stop Oh, excuse me. Oh, no. Um, didn't end up being a big heavy one, which is good. And I was pleased about And Salt Spring, Island, as I mentioned at the start, is absolutely stunning.
0: Yeah, it was good to see you, like, going away on a girl's trip. Like, you have a very good group of girlfriends. Yeah. Men, so I think that was good. Just to...
1: Yes. It was lovely. I really could have stayed on Salt Spring for, like, a month. Maybe we should go back. I think we will. Yeah. but yeah that's um that is our week that is our highlights and that is our tips to do with building and maintaining relationships in your kind of primarily in your business life but it can totally refer to now to your um personal life as well so
0: Yeah. um, Before we wrap up, I just would like to say, um, make sure to subscribe to both our channels. That's cool. We're in sync. Um, Yeah, Shauna is now posting on YouTube like again. She disappeared for like two years, so she's kind of like not in my blogs as much, doing her own stuff. And I'm back posting as well on a weekly basis. So be sure to subscribe to Zachary Rourke and Shauna Griffith for more kind of chilled kind of life content. Yeah. Um, And and also
1: in terms of the podcast, like please leave us a review. I know you can do that on like Apple podcasts. Yeah, I would really appreciate that. And download stuff and subscribe. You can't ask people to download
0: stuff when you don't even know if they're asking. You.
1: I think you download the podcast. <laughs> the
0: podcast, not yeah. stuff. Download like, the podcast. Like if you tell me to download stuff, I just want to Google images and like,
1: <laughs> download. Ta-
0: picture of tacos, download something random.
1: Download the podcast, recommend to your friends. We do think that, some of the stuff that we um speak about is valuable and would be great to get it out to a wider audience so this this is such a shameless plug please spread it around share it on your story if you do tag us and we will love you forever
0: thank you guys chat to you next week bye peace bye this is our millennial life
1: Helping our generation create their own success. Essentially, we just talk about shit that affects our lives.